This is Rebecca Lowe, or Rebecca Lua, if you listen to Suboptimal Radio, and you are listening to Men in Blazers on the NBC Sports Network. It's unbelievable! Welcome to a Men in Blazers MLS pod special. Our guest today is one of the league's brightest young homegrown talents. At just 24 years of age, he's set to make his 101st Major League Soccer appearance this Sunday when the Los Angeles Galaxy host a defending champion Portland Timbers 9.30 Eastern Time on Fox Sports 1. I will be watching, so it's a delight to welcome to the pod a man with a haircut so avant-garde it almost makes me wish that I wasn't bald. Joining us from Long Beach, California, Mr. Jossie Zardes. Hi, Roger. Oh, Jossie, it is a delight to have you on. You grew up in Hawthorne, California, just nine and a half miles from LA Galaxy's Stub Hub Center. Hawthorne, to many listeners, is Russell Westbrook country, a neighborhood I read you once describe as a good one because they only shoot you if they have a reason. Can, can you describe for us your hometown to the listeners and the values that you learn from the place? Growing up in Hawthorne, California, it was a tough place, but it was also a great place. If you were looking for trouble, you can definitely find it. But if you weren't looking for trouble and just minding your own business, I think you're fine. I feel like soccer was a great thing for me because it, it helped me stay around positive people and it kind of directed me on a, on a great path as opposed to some of my old friends who, who went down the wrong path. I love growing up in Hawthorne, California. It's an amazing place, you know, a city of good neighbors. Uh, yeah, I mean, you once said, I am from Hawthorne and people from Hawthorne work hard. I am fascinated how talented players are often a product of their early environment. Meza Ozil located his passing vision in the tight confines of the cage basketball courts he used to play in, in Gelsenkirchen. Michael Essien, in his pomp, talked about learning the game on narrow, rutted fields in Ghana, where you just had to block the middle of the pitch to win the game. I believe you learned the game playing pickup football in a concrete courtyard at the back of your apartment complex against your older brothers. At my apartment complex, we didn't have grass. So, I mean, all we had was concrete. The play was very fast. You know, I have three older brothers who play at a higher level, which made me play at a, at a quicker level for my age, you know. But, you know, the concrete was hard, and when you fell, you were for sure going to get scars and bruises and some blood. Who did you have on your wall, on posters, when you were a kid, Jossie? I had a Ronaldinho poster when he played for Barcelona. I had an old Ronaldo poster from Brazil, and then I had a Cristiano Ronaldo uh, poster when he played for Manchester United. I also had a David Beckham poster when he played for Real Madrid and also when he came to the Galaxy. Um, the whole, they used to send them in the mail, David Beckham posters saying, buy a season tickets, and I used to just hang it up on the wall. Too. You didn't have an Andy Shoe poster? No, I didn't have a Andy one. <laughs> he was one of my favorite LA Galaxy players in the early days. Who are your American influences? My American influences would definitely have to be Landon Donovan. The, you know, the, I, the, I the guy him. from the Wells Fargo uh, commercial, Donovan. Yeah, Donovan. <laughs> he's, he's been a huge inspiration, you know, uh, not only as a teammate, but growing up, my dad used to take me to numerous 
Galaxy games, and I just remember watching Donovan over the years just constantly score goals, get assists, and just be so consistent. You know, I used to always just watch him, and I really look up to Atlantis. Oh, I guess you need to get the ball to Spreet and Dan. So you're at, you're at early Galaxy games. Were you sitting there thinking, one day I am going to play with Landon Donovan? 100%. As a kid, you're watching from the stands. That's the only thing you can dream about and think about. One day just being on that pitch in front of thousands of friends in your hometown. I used to just tell myself just one day, just take it a day at a time, but one day you're going to be a killing professional soccer player and play here at that stadium. But soccer wasn't the only sport you excelled at. Oh, life options, Jossie, something I've never had. But you, you were one of California's top prep field goal kickers, gridiron football, and you turned down college football offers from Penn State, Oregon State, Boise State. We're always fascinated by the choice between major sports for elite American talent and the social pressures to move towards the traditional U.S. ball sports. How complex a decision was it for you to commit your life to soccer when you had gridiron options? I was dedicated to soccer. When it comes to football, everything is not in your hands. You know, when they hike that ball for you to kick a field goal, the person hiking the ball, if he hikes it wrong and you go get the ball, you have a guy that's 250 pounds coming to come tackle you. It's a different thought process. In the game of soccer, I'm in full control of what I do. If I receive a ball or collect it, I have full control, so I won't be as accountable for someone else's mistake in soccer as opposed to football, where if somebody comes hit you extremely hard, weighs a ton, and break a couple bones, you know, that's a scary thought. It was just a no-brainer for me. Soccer over any football scholarship that came my way. When you were describing hard-hitting, I could only think of Nigel De Jong. Thank God he's on your team. But off to college you <laughs> went, and the Cal State Bakersfield Roadrunners... A slow start, followed by an explosive sophomore breakout. 23 goals in your final 39 games led you to sign December 2012 as a Los Angeles Galaxy homegrown player. You soon scored your first goal for LA after three appearances and you told the press, I love this, Jossie, my skill is going to blow your mind. Common, <laughs> common wisdom suggests your breakthrough as either a European player or by becoming a U.S. international star, somehow you broke through without either of these achievements. I mean, the United States is obsessed with youth development and the pipeline. After your rise, what do you believe the most important stage was for you in your development? And what do you believe is the most important thing this country can do to produce more elite talent? The crucial stage was that transition from high school, like midway high school, so I'll say 11th grade, to your first two years of college. That is typically the stage where the European soccer players jump way ahead of American soccer players. Because I remember going to Dallas Cup when I was like boys under 12, and I remember teams like Manchester United used to send teams over, all these other various clubs from Europe used to send teams over, and believe it or not, our American club teams used to beat those teams, you know, and these kids were in professional academies in Europe. But it goes through that time frame from like 15, 16, 17, where they're doing something different in Europe because next thing you know, these kids are making debuts in Europe. And while the kids over here are, I would say, still developing, but I don't know, it's just not the same. 
2014 was your breakout year. 16 regular season goals, six game winners. You and Robbie Keane, you're like a footballing Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> or Hall and Oates and Cleats that season. I mean, Robbie Keane is a legend. I've savoured the way he's attacked his MLS career with a vengeance since he arrived here. Can you give us some sense of what it's like to line up alongside Robbie and the lessons you've learned from him about being a consistent goal scorer? I line up alongside him. Uh, it's an honour because you know you're going to get something new each and every time you play. But not only that, I learned so much from him. So one lesson is being an option for him. He's so crafty that he will juke a defender easily, but sometimes he'll juke his own teammate, you know, just knowing <laughs> where to be when he turns and face up because he wants to link up with you immediately. He wants to pass the ball to you immediately and get it back. You've had a pattern in your career. From the AYSO days when you were four years old, a tough first season according to your mother, who told the media she just remembers all your own goals. But then in your second year, and I love that they kept stats for five-year-olds, 52 goals. And the same in college, exploding in your second year. The same as a pro, big breakout in the second season. Your third, you wobbled a little. And while you can't teach pace, many analysts say your game is a work in progress where are you now in your own mind in terms of your own journey? How close are you to being Jossie Zardes, the finished product, and what do you need to get there? I don't think I'm anywhere close to where I could be. I sense the potential I have and the opportunity I have in front of me as well, and I'm eager and motivated to try to reach that potential to where day in, day out, I'm just so consistent and I need to definitely keep working. But not only that, I think it's going in a positive direction each and every single day. One of our listeners, GFOP, at DMWill124, tweeted in a question, Jossie, do you enjoy being played all over the field? And what do you believe is your best position? I love playing up top. I love just being that striker that, whether it's hold the ball up or lay it off and move, uh, I love running, whether it's a through ball or just chasing the defender down, I love running. But if I play out wide, I love that also because when you get a ball far out on our home field, you're isolated 1v1 with a defender, and that's an opportunity for you to display your skill and go at a defender and be aggressive. So um, I love playing all over the pitch, whether I'm, I'm left, right, mid, up top. You know, as long as I'm playing, I'm happy. I've watched the Galaxy train a number of times. I love watching Robbie Key, his intensity on the practice pitch. He's hard on himself. He's a screamer at all those around him. Landon, in his day, used to like to take youth aside for a quiet word. Stephen Gerrard, Stevie G, I've got to ask you, Jossie, from Hawthorne, California. Can you understand him? And if so, what has Stevie G taught you? Well, I could, I could definitely understand Stevie G. He has a little accent, you know, obviously. You heard him <laughs> in interviews before, but um, I can understand him. I love playing alongside Stevie. He's full of knowledge and full of wisdom. Everything he says is positive. He won't say anything to crush your hopes or crush your spirit, you know. He, everything that comes out of his mouth is all positive words to help you become a better player. He is definitely a person who's critiquing my game at the moment. I imagine Stevie G. I'm from Liverpool also, Jossie. I can't think of a place more <laughs> different to Liverpool than like Southern California and its life. And I imagine 
Stevie G, he must have had a degree of culture shock. Have you, have you clued him in on the secret menu at In-N-Out Burger? <laughs> you know, I, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't clued him in yet. But uh, to be honest, I don't know if he if he experienced a uh, true three by three in and out burger yet. But that's something I, I definitely need to to show him because I think, Jossie, I think I think that's what he needs. It's in your hands, <laughs> Jossie. It's in your hands. I think he's reached that level to be inducted. 2014. Every interview I read of you when you were at your kind of peak breakthrough moment, they all asked you, "What is your goal?" You said to play on the national team. You've achieved that. What are your current career goals? To be more consistent. Trying to be like Landon Donovan. Every game you're scoring a goal or creating an assist or just helping your team win. I really don't set standards or marks like, oh, I want to score 15 goals this year. I do this. I really don't do it like that because my motto is just take it day by day. You've broken through with your hometown team close to your family. You've been linked to Genk to Reading, to Brighton. Does the urge to test yourself abroad tear at you? Do you believe the only way you can execute at the highest levels would be to play in England, in Germany, in Spain? As a kid, it's always been a dream to play in the EPL. I used to sit on the couch with my, with my dad, and we used to watch Manchester United play in Chelsea and Arsenal, and it was just always a dream of mine to play overseas. If an opportunity arises in the future, you know, I would love to cease it. But I also feel that the MLS this year is much better than what it was a couple of years ago when I first entered the league. I feel like the league is going in a positive direction because we're starting to get the players that played numerous years in the EPL, who played numerous years in the Bundesliga over a couple of years. You know, MLS will grow and be similar to leagues in Europe. Whenever I play on, on FIFA, Jossi, and I'm playing FIFA Ultimate Team, I always sign you for my team. A lot of our listeners have said they, it's the one fault of FIFA is that they never quite get your hair right. I believe FIFA 17, they finally will. Please, God, they finally will. We've got to talk quickly about the U.S. men's national team. You're fresh back from the wobble and recovery against Guatemala. In the second game, you had two of the most avant-garde assists I've ever seen. But before kickoff... You, like every fan, were staring down the prospect of a U.S. team not making the World Cup finals for the first time since 1986. Before the kickoff, before the Guatemala game in Columbus, on the panorama of emotions between worried and calm, where were you, Jossie? The things that happened in the past, you know, that loss in Guatemala, it went out the window. I wasn't thinking about that. I was living in the moment. I was just thinking, we need to jump on this Guatemalan team right away. I felt like it was a whole team effort, and we're just all on the same game plan to forget about the past and work extremely hard and live in the moment. What, what, what did Jurgen said to you before kickoff? You know, Jurgen, he's always positive. I always say that to everybody I know. He's one of the most positive coaches I've played under, you know. He knew we were going to bring the result, but he said it wasn't going to be easy. And if we made a bad pass, it's okay. As a player, that makes you feel so much better hearing that from your coach. If you make a bad pass or if you mess up, it's okay. I just love hearing that from Jurgen, and it just helps me as a player have more confidence when I'm going to try new things on the ball. The Copa America looms on this summer's horizon. The U.S. will play Colombia, Costa Rica, and Paraguay. Are you braced, Jossie? 
Or when I say those names, a tiny tinge of fear? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't fear any of the teams. We're going to be on the same field as those guys. There's going to be 11 players against 11 players. It's a huge tournament, and I'm thankful our country is to host the tournament. But I feel like the coaching staff of the USA team will prepare the team they select and also prepare the team they put on the field for their opponents. I personally feel like it's going to be a great atmosphere and a great experience to test ourselves at a high level. It's going, so, to be, it's going to be just like being back in the cage at Hawthorne, the way you make it sound, Jossie. I've got to tell you, last thing, I've got dreams, Jossie. I dream often of the U.S. winning a World Cup in my lifetime. When I tell you that, does it feel like I'm saying something realistic and possible to you? Or does it sound like a crazy pipe dream, like I'm imagining a world in which Guinness rains from the sky? I think the U.S. can definitely win a World Cup in the future. And I think it's a dream that's going to come true one day. Oh, Jossie, you are a beautiful gent. We wish you Godspeed and the rest... Of the galaxy, I adore Mr. Mike McGee. We wish you a Sunday of joy against the mighty Portland Timbers, 9.30 Eastern time on Fox Sports 1. We will be watching. All the best, mate, for the rest of the season. Thank you. I really appreciate this. Rock on.